Okay, welcome to another episode of Sipping With Us. We're here on a Wednesday night with Paula, Myra. I feel like we never introduce ourselves anymore. I know, right? Like, and if, if we have, We started like, at the beginning. Yeah, but... we, we would introduce ourselves, like, by name mm-hmm. at the beginning, but I guess we just assume. Yeah. People realize, yeah. Right. Listen so, to us. Maybe we so, do have new followers, new yes, listeners. Yes, but for those new followers, my name is Martha. My so, name is Myra. And Paula. So now you have... A voice to I get a name to the voice, <laughs> but um, thank you for tuning in to another episode. And today, by the time this episode rolls out, will be what day? Let me look at the calendar. It'll be October twenty sixth, which is officially Scorpio season. Yay! The best for the best, <laughs> the best for Martha. The best season. <laughs> So yes, if you know me and or if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm all about like scorp- being a Scorpio. You know. So Scorpio. you know, you know. Is the Scorpio month is what? Or the days? Is between the twenty third through like the twenty first? September yeah. twenty. No, October. Yeah. Twenty first. Okay. For so those that don't know, or all I know is that I'm one. So. Okay. <laughs> and that's all that matters. It's, the, it's just the best and time she's of the year. Scorpio shirt. Oh yes, I'm wearing my Scorpio shirt by S by S X P gifts. Paula's business. Yeah. So I didn't even plan on it. I just literally threw it on. I saw it on your story. Oh yeah. Your classic. So yes, it's Scorpio season. It is just my favorite time of year in general. Like I always like having a birthday like before two weeks before thanksgiving my birthday is november 13 it's gonna be on friday 13th this year so having <gasps> oh yeah. but you know what that has always been like a good day for me friday the 13th okay. nice are you having like a birthday party i'm or not something? really sure what i'm having yet like me and Abby were talking about that yesterday we were thinking like let's do a little getaway just us mm-hmm. like we weekend. should yeah that'd be nice yeah so i think we're thinking about it yeah mm-hmm. that'd be nice. but we'll see I might end up sending you on invite last minute. We'll see. <laughs> like her Halloween. I know. Or okay. No, oh, we have to rave about that. Oh, my yeah. God. Really so let's go night. to our, uh, the Raven Rant. Raven Rant. Okay, I'll start it. I said I was going to. You were yeah. going to start it, but I'll start it because I'm already excited, obviously. <laughs> okay, so a huge rave is that uh, we had, or I had a, like a, it's called a, I named it a witch's wine night in wine tasting what did i name yeah. it wine tasting wine Something. tasting yeah. which is night in okay so um i kind of had the idea in my mind but i you know i'm not good at executing like i'm not i'm not a good planner like i, I have ideas i'm just not like good at planning stuff anyway well, it turned yes, out really you good are. for you not for you not to plan it yeah well i ended up planning it like sending an invite like the week of right mm-hmm. we had it last friday at my house and i just started like sending all these girls like an invite i'm like you know what i'm just gonna invite anybody and everybody just have all kinds of girls different girls meet up and you know different group of friends different group of friends that i have yeah it was fun so we all dressed up as witches and if you go into you know what i'm i'll put i'll do a highlight of it so that you you guys can see um, my stories yeah yeah Yeah. um but we all were in character we were all witches i set up like a little what do you call it kind of like a like my coffee tables, I extended them out, and there was like candles. It was just like a whole vibe, kind of like a picnic style, yeah, picnic. like picnic style, mm-hmm. like in my on living the room. Floor. And we did a wine tasting, so I got like different wines from like different countries, and you know, mm-hmm. we just all kind of. It was nice because I feel like people got to meet each other, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, it, it's it's very easy to throw parties with the same group of friends all the time. But I feel like it's fun when you like blend in different. Yeah, people. when you change it up, once, change it up once, once in, in a while. while. So it was super fun. I had like a blast. 
Yeah, it was, it was a good really turnout. Fun, yeah. yeah. And and everybody participated. Yeah. In the, like everybody bought a bottle of wine and mm-hmm. they dressed up and yeah. It was yeah, awesome. I had a lot of people tell me, like, man, that looks like so much fun. Like yeah. ask me like, so what did you to do? Yeah. And so I was telling them they're like, Oh, that sounds like fun, you know? Yeah. Like it's something different. Yeah. Um, I mean and I really didn't have a plan. I was just like, Okay, well wine and girls, we dress up and that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Just talk yeah. 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 So it was a lot of fun. Well, it yeah. was great. Thank you was, for inviting us. Of course. Yeah, my cousin um, uh, that went, um, she was, like, this close to not going because she was, like, tired and had a headache. Yeah. Um, but, like, the next day I hang out and she's like, I am so glad I went. She yeah. goes, I, I don't never do that. She yeah. said, I never do that. And, like, I love, like, meeting different women, like, mm-hmm. the whole networking and how, like, hearing, like, their life stories. Like, you just never know. And, like, it opens up your eyes to, like, yeah. A lot. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we don't, it's not like natural. Well, I wouldn't say natural, but it's not like normalized to do that. Right. Because we we are humans in general. We like eating in our comfort zones. Mm -hmm. But it's when you get out of that comfort zone, it just kind of opens up. Oh, and also it was a new moon. So it was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I saged everybody, you know. Oh, yeah. She did. I have have videos of that. (laughs) Yeah. It was fun. But anyway, that was my rape. Yeah. What about y'all? Uh, my rave is I finally got to vote this morning. Um, yeah, it's been hard because in the city that I live in, it's a small pl- it's a small city, so there's only one place to vote, and it goes by county. Mm-hmm. So I went like three times, three different days, different times, and there's like two hour wait until I figured out to go to a different city. Wow. <laughs> I was in and out. I was not gonna wait two hours in line. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's that's a long time. No, I'm gonna have to go there too. Yeah. Well, that's actually another rave of mine too. We both voted today. Yeah. Separately, but we voted. Yeah. I'll go next. I'll go next week. Yes. Mario's gonna go next. Everyone keeps asking me how you going. I'm like, no. (laughs) I I need to take my mom. She's registered. I went with my mom today. Yeah. I need to take her. She registered in here or forward. Forward. Yeah. Um, me something exciting this week was that. I put in my two-week notice at work. Um, I decided to quit my job and focus. Yay, yeah, finally. Finally. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, school has just been really stressing me out with my internships. Taking over you. Yeah, so I had to quit. But I have good plans. I have a. I feel like I have a good plan coming good. up. So I'm excited yeah. for you. So next week is my last week of work. Yay. Everything will align for you. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. We'll both be jobless. And- jobless, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do in my life, but I, I mean, no. Technically, I'll be jobless because I won't be getting paid, but, but my internship, yeah. like, it's a job. That's what I feel like my business is like, I'm not working eight to five, but I'm still, like, busy. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. like yeah. you know? So, yeah, I'm just going to be focusing on that, finishing up my internship so I can graduate. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. See, this is why it's the best time of year because I just feel like we all had like good raves right now like it was just yeah i don't, you know? I don't have anything negative exactly and i told uh paula was it today that, that you're excited for the rest I was like, of the Man, year i don't know why but i'm excited for this the rest of the year yeah me too like, like i have I like this like positive good, yeah like, like vibe good things. energy i'm gonna be working on towards too. good things and, and yeah. yeah you know but then at the same time it's like the holidays come that's when time flies by yes and then like so you kind of have gone. to like enjoy every day like make the mm-hmm. most of the days the moment. right now yes. be in the moment be present yes you know like do the things you want to do right now exactly period. like it's this is like the best time of year to like enjoy life and it's been just such a hard year for everybody that i feel like we need some a little bit of enjoyment you know mm-hmm. yeah 
So I'm looking forward to like creating more events like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, a lot of people, fun, yeah. a lot of people message me, and even people that couldn't go, and they were like, you know, I'll go next time. So yeah, I think I think we should do more of that. I want to sure. do a friendsgiving. Remember, I was we telling you, we should do one here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be fun. I was supposed to do that annually, but I don't know if I'll get a chance to do it this year. What do you guys have planned for Halloween? I'll be in New York. Oh, you'll be in New York. Yes, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have anything planned. Halloween night, Saturday, mm-hmm. and then Fonsa do for the market. So and it's a full moon. Oh, yeah. on in Halloween, Taurus. yes, full moon in Taurus. Um, I might just end up being at home, like come over, have like a little get together. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Are Halloween's you... already coming up this week. Next week. Well, next. Oh week. yeah, by the time this. Oh yeah, by the time. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say today is Monday, the day that yeah. the goes out. <laughs> But it'll come out. I mean, it'll be this week. Now, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about today. And I do feel like, um, you know, obviously we have elections coming up, and which is very relevant to our topic because I kind of feel like it it goes hand in hand in hand a little bit. So we already mentioned that Paula and I voted this morning, and that uh, Myra's going to be voting by next week. So we just want to, you know, make sure you guys, if you're registered to vote, get your ass up and go fucking vote. Early voting is done is over October 30th, which is next Friday. Yeah. So it'll be by Friday. I'll have to wait till the third. Yeah. But I heard that's like really bad. Yeah. Well, I was looking online, like the numbers of this year's uh, voting, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's like tripled, tripled. Of, compared to last I think, time i think because of everything the early that's happened voting. all year yeah 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 it's just been a like a socially like uh uprising year you know yeah. what i mean and i don't know i i feel like it has obviously been a hard year and everything but there has to be good coming out of this you mm-hmm. know and you know we we just need a st- this is a cultural thing there, I need to call out our own people because I feel like a lot of Latinos, like, they feel like their vote doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fucking stop that. with that ignorant bullshit and get your ass to the polls. Like, that is ignorant. This is why Mexico is the way it is. Because people there bring those ideologies, you know, like, that don't do it there. And then you want to bring the same ideologies here. here. Like, no, you're in this fucking country and we have rights, you know? We have the power to make changes in this country. So I don't give a fuck. That reminds Get your me ass up and go vote. About, that reminds me of something when I was at your, with your sister working out the other day. Um, she was telling me how your dad siempre les metía, like, yeah, right. It's like you need to go mm. vote every year. Yeah. Right? He would make us go. Yeah. He would take us. That's yeah. good. See, my parents never told us any of that. Like, Really? My mom became a citizen in, in the 90s. And, mm. My mom. So I, I remember her studying for like the test, and she would go to school for it. So, I mean, I grew up. My mom is very like, she likes like social stuff like that. Mm. You know, my mom like, became a citizen the the year that she passed away. Really? And she passed away a week or a few days before early voting started, so she didn't get oh, to vote. Wow. Oh wow! Wow! Mm. So you have to like yeah, it's you like have you to do it. Right, have to do it for this? her. Yeah. Yeah. Marathon. So, yes, I don't care if I sound, like, too passionate about it, but, and, I don't know. I just feel like if you have the power to do something, then do it. Whoever you vote for, just do it. 
Okay. <laughs> Mark. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we cannot tell them, like, you better yeah. vote for, you know, whoever you decide to vote. Okay. So, on that topic, um, it's important to exercise your vote. We wanted to kind of talk about um, some topics that we've been wanting to address for a while. And I feel like it's just, it's, it's, I feel like it's relevant to current election and, like, where we are with social justices right now and everything. So, um, the two topics that we want to talk about are feminism and machismo. And machismo meaning toxic masculinity. I can never say that word. Masculinity. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) I don't know. What do you guys think? I I feel like with feminism, it's one of those, like, terms that, or ideologies that there's so many, like, myths about. And there's a lot of, like, lack of understanding of what it actually means. Feminism was something that is like just started like kind of like a few years ago. Like it became an actual thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like years ago it wasn't really like out in the. Well, no, because I feel like social media also made it. Um, um, you know, it made it more like out there. Yeah, there's more awareness about it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, feminism's been around since like a long time. Um, so, what is it exactly? The what's the term for feminism? It's basically the it's. Gender equality, right? It's the ideology that that aims to define and establish like a po- political, economic, personal, and social equality of the sexes. So, um, I mean, I consider myself a feminist. What do y'all think? Do you consider yourself a feminist? I think I, I am. think so. Yeah, yeah. And in re- and here's like a good like myth about feminism. Um, everybody can be a feminist. Right, men, even men and women. Yeah, and, and I feel like that's a huge, like, myth that, especially for men, that they feel like this is, like, only a woman's issue. And it's not because who birthed you? Birthed your mother. You. Exactly. Who birthed your mother? Do you have, mm-hmm. you have sisters? Do you have daughters? Like, come on now. Like, this is not just a woman's issue. This is an everyone's issue. And, you know, if feminism was only a, a woman's issue... Then by that same logic, like, would it, would a racism be only a people of color issue? Like, that doesn't sound right, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, no, it means it's an, it's an, it's an everyone's issue. And um, so let's talk about some of those myths that we were addressing. Just like you mentioned, Paula, like, feminism has became, I think, obviously, since, like, Trump be- came into this, in, you know, since he won the presidency, it became even... There more was more awareness because awareness. obviously a lot of women's rights are being um, affected. But um, number one myth is that feminists hate men. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, no, like, where do they come up with this? Stuff? Yeah, why, why do, I wonder why they think that. Mm-hmm. I, what do you think? I think because um, a lot of men think that fe- being a feminist is like, you want to be above them, mm-hmm. and you want to control them, or you know, or we're gonna, I'm gonna prove you that I that I can be more than you. Yeah, be, you know, be, just because you're a man does not mean that I can't. Right. Like I feel like men feel like that's our only mission, being a feminist, mm-hmm. when it's not. Right. No, I mean, at the end of the day, feminism is just kind of like we just want to play in the same level, in the same like playing field. Right, get treated equally. Yeah, like it's not um, now. Like, I, except, I feel like a lot of people would say, like nowadays, like oh well, fe- 
there's no such thing as feminism like women have rights now like yeah women have rights now but it's still very prominent right now like right. you mm-hmm. you see it in like in the inequality corporate pay. world corporate world you see it every, you see it in, all, in a lot of places you see it in in like expectations from a woman from a lot of men which brings us to our other topic machismo mm-hmm. you know um but yeah that's a huge myth is like that women want to be in control now i do think and this might hurt some women but i do think that there are some women that it's possible to give it a bad rep you know what i mean um and i hate to say that because i feel like that's kind of anti-feminism like putting another woman down like that you should never that's something we should never do but it doesn't mean that you should be in control because at the end of the day that's not really feminism that's more like you're hiding behind feminism to justify your those act- actions, actions. Yeah. you know what i mean yeah does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah like i don't want to be in control i still want um your man to be my man to be my man a man a man you know yeah. now what does that mean exactly like for me it means communicating your needs and wants with each other right and then understanding like kind of i feel like you should do things out of your heart for people Mm -hmm. you know and even in like relationships like i have a problem with being told what to do first of all like i'm not that type of person that likes being told what to do because if you try to tell me what to do i'm probably not gonna want to do it like at anything um well i'm just kidding <laughs> um or like something like in a specific in a specific tr- in a specific way like it's okay to communicate like what your your wants and needs are that's different than being told what to do being told what to do is setting expectations because of your gender role does that make sense mm. that's more of like a gender role issue and i don't like that yeah and i fortunately don't really have that problem but i feel like um especially like first generation um i guess people like Uh you know mexican americans from here i feel like a lot of them still carry some type of like machismo Machismo. yeah men yeah and Mm -hmm. um i don't know how to put it in a way that doesn't sound like terrible or whatever because i think it's just more understanding like that um that's not normal (laughs) well yeah but also like um it's more like a gen it's a general issue because i feel like a lot of men expect you um to kind of be like their moms and i'm not saying this is him at all because he's not but i feel like that's kind of a common problem with a lot of women even that we know or yeah. whatever it's like and um, not just our culture that yeah. they're raised or what they see at it's home. like a culture yeah. of machismo yeah, yeah. Right? because it's more like of a hidden machismo it's not so much like of a old school Mexican Mexican machismo and it's not just a Mexican thing this is it right all it's all cultures yeah. but it's like, I just think that's just how the old times were mm-hmm. yeah penas like it's getting to like no that's not how it's supposed to be like times have changed so what is something that you guys heard about like I'm sure your family members or your parents or something said oh I remember it back in Mexico we had to do this this and this well like the wives would have to stay home they wouldn't they wouldn't be allowed to work they have to care the kids cook clean See, that's, like, that's like a expectation of a gender role yeah like no if if, if you're a guy and you're listening to this and you still expect those things out of your wife now 
don't get me wrong there there's people there's women that are more are natural givers and they they want to do that and there's that. nothing wrong with that and that's part of being a feminist is supporting women that do out of the kindness of their heart want to be like there's nothing wrong with being that's another myth um a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that like if that's what you want to do as a feminist we support that right, right? because that's what you want to do like yeah um that's a huge misconception about feminist women that i i feel like a lot of people think of like a career woman or somebody that works looks down on like women that don't mm. and that's not the truth like right. mm-hmm. no. no because you're still working from home right you know you know what i mean now yeah being a stay-at-home wife or mom that's still a job mm-hmm. it's still a job yeah, yeah. and being a stay-at-home mom you can still be a feminist mm-hmm. and you can still be a feminist yeah, yeah. and that doesn't i mean it just depends what works for your relationship, right? But that also doesn't mean that you you should be expected to do it all. Right. You know, and I feel like that's kind of like a huge misconception too. Yeah. It's like because you're a stay-at-home mom, you should do it all. Now, I do feel like some people take advantage of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They but can. that's not that's not like our rule to kind of say that. It's just more communicate that with your partner. Right. You know what I mean? Just like... Yeah. Just like if your guy or your man doesn't help you and, and you you should communicate what it is that you want help with. If if the woman is not doing not I would I don't want to say what she's supposed to be because she's technically not supposed to, it's a partnership. Right. But if she's if she's not um doing things that you would want for her to do for you, yeah, you know, or for the household or whatever, then you have to communicate that to her too. Because at the end of the day, you're something else. It's crazy because my mom, uh, we were talking about today, this is about completely different. Um, this is about somebody in Mexico. Anyway, I'm not going to say names or anything, but how, um, like, um, so basically somebody she knows, right? Um, she just got, like, hurt her leg, but she she has her son and, like, his wife living with, with her. her. But she does everything. For them too. For them too. Like she even washes like the wives, the son's wife's clothes. Oh, and no. And like the wife's always on her phone. Like no. she doesn't like no. Like that's like disrespectful. Yeah. You know? Like tampoco. Like I I wouldn't cross that line of like not doing anything at all. Mm-mm. Because is that how you want to live? I mean, at the end of the day, if she's enabling it by doing it you know, yeah. doing stuff for her. I would, yeah. oh, and she even takes care of, they have a kid. Like, I, wow. I wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. So there's a, there's a line, like, it's hard to say, like, you know, we don't want to be, as feminists, you don't want to, like, set expectations for women. But I do feel like women are natural caregivers. Mm-hmm. We are. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we are. And men are natural, like, providers. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, is that the way it always is? Hell no. There's so many women that make a lot of more money than their men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be a, a stay-at-home dad if, if you're going to provide in the household. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's okay to kind of live those lifestyles now because it's fucking 2020. You know, we're yeah. not, like, in the old ages. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I also don't agree with that part. Like, the example that I'm giving you. Yeah. It's like... But at the and same time, a, if your partner's accepting it, then that's kind of their problem. Yeah. You know? It's not really... At the same time, if the partner's accepting it because that's what he's used to. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So he doesn't see any different. Like, he doesn't see anything yeah. wrong with that. So going back to, like, usually men that are, like, I don't know, in their early 
20s, 18s, 25s, like, if they are like that, and like you just said about communicating, like, how, what's the proper way to communicate if that's just that they're mine? Like, they don't mm-hmm. think otherwise. Like, are they really going to change? Yeah, or like, are they open about, you know, taking suggestions like, oh, maybe we should do this and do this. Like, how do you go about that? I think the best way to kind of go about it is determining kind of having those constant conversations i mean how do you want to live your life mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if you both work especially if you both work you cannot expect one person to do all the household stuff and you both work like mm-hmm. no i feel really like that like maybe that. that comes with maturity yeah it comes or with like, maturity also like hanging out with other people and getting other people's insights mm-hmm. because if you don't then like how are you gonna know any different or what how but that, I use, that's a problem where yeah most men don't even talk about they that don't. kind of stuff with other they men don't. okay so that brings us to the whole machismo thing you know so i personally think that machismo is created by other men you know machismo is created by other men by the bullying of other men does that make mm-hmm. sense so that makes sense. It, it's created because a, as a kid, then especially in, in the Hispanic culture, I mean, I'm sure it's in all cultures, but especially in the his, Hispanic culture, you teach your, your um, son, son not to cry. Don't fucking cry. You're a boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Boys don't cry. And like, although I, under, I do understand you want to toughen them up for life, not all kids are like that. And mm-hmm. you have to start understanding. And this is why they suppress emotions and they let them out in different ways mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Or even against women, yep. you know, because you suppress all. The, you don't allow them to, to even feel emotions. Their emotions, yeah, yeah. And that is so fucking toxic. That creates machismo. Yes. So machismo is created by other men. Yes. And all you're doing is you're hurting, your daughter's it's future. Future. Yeah. You're it's, hurting your mom. And you sadly, know? Uh, it is also created by like ninety percent of the moms too in the old generation. Oh yeah, that's true. I know. I'm not going to say who I saw this from, but I remember one time I was like amazed of what I was watching because I went to go have dinner with this family and we were eating and it was two men and the mom was like serving and stuff mm. to the point where ella todavía ni estaba sentada like comiendo and the other guys were like, Amá, um, tráigame una servilleta. There goes oh, the mom. Yeah. And okay, Amá, um, una agua. And I'm just like, Get up and get it yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, man. So, and it's her fault for doing that shit. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, now they're going to expect their wives or to their do future that. girlfriends mm-hmm. to do the same thing mm-hmm. when they shouldn't, you know? Yeah. Not if not if the, the person, the mom is so stressed to cater to you. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, there's natural caregiver people. Like, right. some can do more than others. Right. You know? Because that's what they want to do. And that's perfectly fine. We're nobody to judge other people. But if you see that their life is stressed because of what you're demanding from them, the expectations mm-hmm. you're setting, right. then come on, get it together. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's 2020. Like, mm-hmm. we shouldn't be we shouldn't be setting all these, like, unreal... I think it's unrealistic expectation. I don't have kids, and I still don't know how, like, moms that work I know, have man. kids and still do all this shit around the house. house. Do it. Yes. Like, uh, no. Some no. things are not going to get done around here. Yeah. Every day. Like, don't expect it. Like, yeah. I had people tell me, like, well, I have friends that they have, like, girlfriends or baby mamas or wives that they go to work full time, they cook for them, they make them lunch, and then they watch the kids, and the, the guy just works, too. Like, uh, no. I was like... 
That should not be that way. Right. At least it shouldn't be that way. Right. You know, don't expect your wife to do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's twenty twenty, like you said. <laughs> right. I mean, if you want her to do everything, then um, afford I, her to stay at home. Yeah, afford her to stay at home. So what do you what do you guys think is the is like how do you even begin? Let's say you're you're a guy or you're you're a woman in a relationship with a guy that you kind of struggle being um, a machista. With a guy that's maybe not like machismo, like in a like he puts you down type of way or sets all these real unrealistic expectations, but you just even have those expectations from yourself because you've been doing it for a long time and you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. But you're stressed and you're not talking about it. How do you? What would you tell women like that? You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's what I was trying to figure out earlier because mm-hmm. um, my previous relationship, like I dated a guy that was you know machista. But now that I know and, like, a lot of things, everything that I know now, all of this has been happening, is, like, sometimes they don't even know that they're being machista. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you don't that's communicate it, if you don't communicate them. it to them, right. then how do you even begin to know that? Right. You know? And then that's, that's what I was trying to ask her, like, if you, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. If they don't even know, like, it's, like, I guess the more you got to talk about it more constantly, I like, keep telling them. But then at the same time, it's, like, being arrogant because they're, like, no, that's your job. That's your job. You know? Well, that's, like, how that, do you that's get where the, the problem how is. How do you then? get them out of that mentality mm-hmm. to be more open-minded? Mm. I mean, if it was me, I, I don't know. I don't deal. I don't personally deal with that. Yeah. But And a, a lot of relationships do, do fail because of that. Mm-hmm. And later on, they don't realize, oh, yeah, you know, that wasn't right. Like, people learn the hard way. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, pretty sure if they're in their early 20s and then it's immature, they see other couples or they're around other people, like... That's pretty much how life is. No, you learn as you get older mm-hmm. and mature. Well, ninety percent of them. <laughs> I, I think part of being feminine for me, we part, part of being a feminist is being accepting of what everybody, every woman's decision is. But you have to be re- realistic with yourself about what you really want as a woman, because I feel like, like I said, some people can be more caregivers than others and can handle more than others, like mm-hmm. ho- household wise or whatever, you know. Yeah. But. If you're, like, not happy about or you're always stressed about doing it at all mm-hmm. and you don't feel you feel like you're not getting the help that you need from your partner, then, the, I mean, as hard as it is, you kind of have to let them know. And sometimes you, I, I would think you could kind of even do it, like, subtly, like, just by asking them to do stuff for you. Right. You know? Like, oh, yeah. hey, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be able to do this. Or can you wash dishes while, while I do this? Right. Kind of, like... Test it a little bit, right? And see what their and reaction see, is. See what their mindset is. Yeah, like. and if their reaction is like uh, no, like yeah, then uh, for me that's like, what do you mean no? Like it would be like a fight because then yeah. I'm with the wrong person. Yeah, you know. If what I, mean? I could go back and tell my twenty uh, year old person, mm-hmm. or you know, my advice would be is if you feel that stress and you feel like you can't get through like your partner's mind or you know change their point of view, see counseling therapy i did not know shit about counseling couples therapy when i was like Like my early 20s solo therapy no couples therapy but that's that's if they want to join yeah most men don't even believe i mean honestly it's it's hard to unlearn things especially when it's like that's how you were wired you grew up learning Mm -hmm. maybe your dad was like that with your mom so that's all you know right you know what i mean so i'm not saying like oh 
leave this person because yeah, they no. do the dishes. No, that's yeah. not what I'm saying. But I'm saying you, that conversation has to start somewhere. Right. For you to be completely happy. Otherwise, one day you're going to blow up, you know? So I saw a post. Uh, I like to follow this page called Stronger Marriages. And I saw a post that I thought was just super relevant because it's true, you know? So it says, husbands, if you're going to ignore your wife, speak harshly to her, never help her or tell her you love and appreciate her, then don't act surprised when she's not really interested in having sex with you. Wives, if you're going to constantly criticize your husband, treat him like he's one of your children and give him very little appreciation, then don't act surprised when he's not really interested in spending time with you. And it's very true because it goes both ways. I agree. You know what I mean? And it it really starts with that communication. Like, and you have to figure out kind of what works for for both of each you. other for, for each other yeah communication is key and like hearing both points of views and how not to let your emotions get to you you're mm-hmm. the worst of you because if you get your emotions get the worst of you you won't get nothing done right <laughs> so it starts with communication mm-hmm. communication it starts with that's the harder part yeah especially with 20 year olds i swear like i feel like the older men are like i said a few percent of mm-hmm. them you know are in a different mentality mindset. Yeah. That's why they say dating like in your young and twenties are staying with somebody dating that young and growing like being together like fifteen, sixteen mm-hmm. years, it's like a low percentage. Yeah. And I, I feel like Because they start changing. Or because they're very immature and the mentality is mm. in their twenties and they'll mature until later yeah. on. You're saying like growing with somebody? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, all those being at that mentality, immature mentality is what causes a lot of breakups. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense. So what another form of machismo, obviously, you know, we talked about like gender roles in the household type of machismo. But I also feel like we were talking about this before we started the episode. I feel like jealousy is a form of machismo for me. Yeah, for sure. Like men that are really jealous of like their girlfriends or wives. Like, I don't know. I, I Maybe because I'm... Me and Edgar are generally not jealous people. Yeah. I mean, have we gone through jealousy in our relationship? Of course. You know, oh, everybody yeah, has. like everyone. But like, not like... It's not Super really crazy. us. Yeah. It's not like really us, just in general. But I know that there's men out there que, que si son más celosos, or they're more jealous with their people. And to me, it's just like, why? I know, I was going to say like, why? What are you jealous of? Like, because to me, that equals insecurity. She dresses, yeah. the way she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jealousy goes a lot, uh, has a lot to do with like how you dress as a woman and everything. And I feel like that's kind of like, I don't know, like I said, I'm the type of person that I hate being told what to do. You know what I mean? But I also like understand like it's a communication thing. You have to understand like what your partner likes, dislikes. Mm hmm. At the end of the day, the only person you want to eventually, essentially please is your partner, right? Like yourself and your partner, like what works for both of y'all or whatever. But I hate that men think that women dress for other men. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like women don't dress for other men. Women dress for themselves. Or like for attention. Yes. Like, no. Uh, I'm going to say this story of someone that told me this story about an uh, example of a very jealous guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a wife there at home. Um, cable guy gets there mm. and he makes his wife go in the room. Like he doesn't take her out. He doesn't make other men see her. Like he can go out, but she has to stay home. And I even like people like that, sorry, people can't even see the woman. 
Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That's how that is that a serious mental jealous. health case. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's very, what a way to live, you know? At all. I also mm. feel like growing up, even, even women thought this. I feel like women, there's women out there that actually like que la selen. Because it mm. makes them feel, feel important wanted or like wanted. Or and it's like, no, that is so uncomfortable to get yeah, the selling. No. Like, to me, it, it, it's like immaturity. Yeah, it's like you should know. Like, you, are you not securing you, yourself enough to know, like. That your man, you know, yeah. loves you? Yeah. <laughs> or is happy? I don't know. Is happy with you? I don't know. And, but again, it's all like, it's the way you grow up learning. Like, yeah. if you grow up learning, like, that is so, that's the way. Being, being loved love is should defined, be yeah, or love should be shown, and that's where you're gonna learn. So I ha- I know someone that's a, she's really like outgoing, like happy, like friendly, and mm-hmm. when we go out, she's all about like, hey, how are you? Like she'll go and talk to everyone, right? Yeah. But her boyfriend doesn't like that. Mm. So what do you do at that point? He doesn't like that she's social. Mm-hmm. Not even with, with girlfriends. With women? Or... Well, I think mainly more with, like, with men. men. Yeah. Like, her guy friends. Her and guy friends. Her but friends, that's husbands, just the way she is. Yeah. Like, because you said Very earlier, lovable. you said earlier, you know, try and, like, compromise. compromise. Yes. Yeah. But, like, what do you do? If that's, that's the way you are, are you supposed to change the way think, you are for I think someone? it's a conversation that they need to have as far as, like, what... There's always... The boundaries. Cause. Like, there's always a root cause. What makes you uncomfortable about it? Yeah. Does it make you uncomfortable because of how other men perceive you? Right. Because a lot of times, it's the the men are not jealous, because not just because they don't want que, que miren a sus girlfriends or their wives, right, or whatever, but they're jealous of how or or their how men can see how men his, perceive them his woman. Like, oh, his wife is like over here. You flirty. know how guys are flirty oh, or whatever. Gotcha. So they're, so they're worrying about, about how other men perceive them. Yeah. Not so much the gender. Yeah. That part. comes a whole bullying part. That, that comes where machismo comes in because yeah. it's a machismo thing. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. So I think it's like getting to the root cause of like what makes you uncomfortable about that. That's true. Is it, oh, well, I feel disrespected. Okay. Well, what makes you feel disrespected? It's just getting it's, to that root cause. communicating about yeah. it and like kind of like dissecting it mm-hmm. to find like the root cause of it. Right. And I mean, if. She says she's that way, like, pues el día sabía, like, mm-hmm. right? No, she's always been that way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. She's always, like. You have to accept her as they are. or I mean, maybe not accept her as they it are, but there could be too. some changes, yeah. you know, or yeah. some compromising that she's able to, you know, compromise a little bit. Like, okay, well, you know, I'll have some limits or, you know. Yeah, and, and if it's just happening now after a while, then it might be, it, that might just be a symptom of something else. Like, okay, well, maybe it's just temporary because of whatever else might be going on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like an issue or something. Yeah, because otherwise he wouldn't have been with her if she's always been like that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's just, you kind of have to dig a little deeper than that, like, to really get to the root cause of it. But, um, yeah, I feel like jealousy is a, is a huge way of being a machi- machista or whatever. Um, I don't I, consider myself a jealous person. I don't either. I think I'm too, how do I put it, where I don't sound too. I did at one point with my ex-boyfriend, but I think it was because of the crap that he was doing. He was giving you reasons. That it, he was making me be that way. Yeah. But deep down, I don't feel like I am that way. Right. Because you, know? you probably felt confident within yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with confidence and also like 
if your partner, if you know your partner respects you. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well. There's no need for you no to need. be. Yeah. yeah, there's no need. Yeah. Or whatever. I think I went through like a small phase like that, you know, when I was younger. But I think every young person. Yeah, like I said, and I think everybody does. Everybody does at some point in their life. You know what I mean? And, and it's usually. And that's okay. And that's okay, yeah. And, and it's usually because, but there's always a reason behind it. Like an underlying reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe things right. are not good or you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. always something behind it. But in a general the sense. The woman's intuition. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And we're always right. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, a big part of machismo too is like um not knowing how to be appreciative towards your partner. Yes. You know? Yes. That can cause a lot of issues. That can cause a lot of issues and I mean it just causes a lot of like emotional conflict, you know? Mm-hmm. Um a good example of that I can give, and I always tell my friends this because I think I grew up a little bit on the super feminist side when I was younger mm-hmm. to where I was very selfish when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know? And as you age, you start compromising a little bit more and, okay, you know, I'm more understanding of things and everything. But um, one thing I always say, because you know how, like, well, when I was used to going to work before... I'm working from home now, but um, I'm not the type of, I've never been the type of person that makes a bed in the morning. I'm always in the rush, you know, mm-hmm. but every now and then I would like make it and, and, and Eddie would always like send me a text. Thank you for making the bed or Snapchat. And I'll, I appreciate that because right. you're being, that makes you want to do it even and more. And it makes you want to do it more. Right. It doesn't feel like a chore, but, but I do also feel like the moment you start being consistent, los costumbres. <laughs> But that's where communication comes in. Mm, yeah. You're not sending me, ma- you're not appreciating that I'm doing the bed anymore. You know what I mean? Now, does it mean you always need a message? No. Now I like yeah, doing I was gonna it. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, so does he need a message every morning? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that you you notice when the messages stop because you've been consistent with it. Does that make sense? So it's like finding mm-hmm. a balance because now I like doing it because mm-hmm. it makes the room look cleaner. Right. So at first I would kind of do it because because i wanted to do it for him right to make he comes him for happy. lunch every day yeah and, you know and now i do it because i like it right or whatever but it's it's good to like re- remind each other all the time of like thank each Things other you appreciate each other mm-hmm. yeah because that's what keeps it going and like not like i said feel like a chore like feel like you're doing it just for them yeah. like you know just being appreciated as a person yeah and i'm not i'm not like a words of praise person like you don't have to like Praise me and, yeah. and tell me things all the time, but it's nice every now. It's and nice then. to hear mm-hmm. it once it's in nice a while. It's, it's a human instinct that we have, you right. know, that we want to hear or at least feel appreciated. Yeah, feel. You yeah. don't even have to say, it, but like if you're doing, like you're reciprocating by doing something for me, then right. that's appreciation. Right, you know? and it goes both ways for men too. Like whenever they do nice things for you, like let let it be known, like. Yeah, maybe men don't really show emotions or, like, mm-hmm. they won't tell you, like, right. I want to be appreciated. You know, right. a lot of them won't. But, like, send him a text, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, little things for, here yeah. and there. Yeah, like, what works for him? Like, learn his love language, you know? Right. I was going to say that earlier. Yeah. Learn their, their love language. I mean, obviously, I feel like most of men's love language is a physical touch. But, um, <laughs> but learn their other love language. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah and i can vouch for that like communicating mm-hmm. it's it works like i feel like that's number one key thing to like mm-hmm. in a relationship right communication is key and by communicating like it 
It works when you're talking day. to someone normal. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to like what be on this emotional roller coaster every day. <laughs> it just means that after some time, evaluate where you are emotionally yourself, where you are in your relationship, whatever, and then address it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, Paula, what's normal to you? You know, someone that has kind of common sense and, you know, that... <laughs> That's such an actually <laughs> that Common sense. <laughs> that listens and does not... And what was that saying? Uh, don't just... What is... Like, actually listen, not just hear... What's that saying? Like Yeah, not just hear you. Yeah, not just hear you, but actually listen to what the other person is trying to tell you or right. uh, come across listen the point. Listen and understand. Yeah, listen to understand, you know, the needs of others. Mm-hmm. You know, someone that's not normal, they're just going to hear and hear and hear. It's going to go through one ear and it's going to go through the other ear and not really do anything about it. Right. Mm. They're just listening at the moment, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by normal. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think maturity counts with that 95% of the men. Yeah, because you experience life. Everybody is selfish in some way when you're young. You yeah. Know? I think everybody goes through selfishness, some more than others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how, like, all of us are so different in so many ways, especially, like, in men. You'll see, like, someone that's super I'm not going to say old, but like, yeah, like thir- late 30s, mm-hmm. 40s, and they're still acting. Immature. Yes. Mentality. Like, how? But it's... then you can see a 25-year-old. And be mature. And be mature. Like, to me, that's just like. It's crazy, man. right? It's like, I, I had a friend tell it's me. It's emotional like, maturity. Yeah. I had yeah. a friend tell me, like, you can grow up this way, you can grow up this way, and there's only two ways to go. You know, you're going to change, and you're going to mature, or you're going to continue the same shit, you know, the same pattern, the same cycle. It's, there's only two ways, I think. Mm-hmm. And sadly, uh, I mean, I don't know the whole dyna- numbers, but not a lot of men change as they to what they know. Mm-hmm. Very few. I personally feel like men need to be guided by women their whole life. Right, but like in you our know? generation, the woman that guides the men in our age range, I mean, come on, we're talking about that generation. Yeah, I feel true. like the men... That we the the boys that we will have now there they're gonna be set. I think they're gonna be good because yeah. I do not want yeah. to be like yeah man. So uh, showing son, no. and then I know they're gonna be the wife that gets them. They're gonna be good because <laughs> I see it at my job all the time that the men depend on the woman, and that blows my mind. Yeah, like no. Yeah, no quiero un inútil, you know, <laughs> like. Oh, no, so that's, that's being important. Never mind. The Romeo Santos But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no. It's just, I think it starts with self-awareness. Like, like I said, some understand who you are as a person. And I think for men, that's a little bit harder because they're not, like Paula said, they're not emotional it's it's such a machismo thing to not be emotional vulnerable vulnerable people right yeah there are very few guys that you'll find like that mm-hmm. so if you have one and you find one yeah that's a good thing that's a that's a bonus thing that's mm-hmm. a keeper yeah it's it's just about finding the balance and like you said I hate kind of setting um, saying like there's different things that women should do and different things that men should do because essentially i mean in 2020 those 
roles can be reversed. There's women that can make more money than men. There's men that can be stay-at-home dads, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. If that works for you, that's fine, right? We shouldn't judge people based on that. The only time I will, I feel compelled to say something is when I know whichever, whichever it is, whether it's a man or a woman, are not happy because of that, mm -hmm. right? But you're not doing anything about it. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, communicate it. Right. And that that's the thing. You, you're you always going to need constant commun communication reminders, like constant reminders yeah. about things. Yeah. Because it's so easy to, like, fall back into who you naturally are and not take the other person into consideration. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's just like, hey, you haven't been doing this or you haven't been doing this. Like or, checking them. Like kind of checking each other. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Checking each other. Checking in on each other. So... That's, that was that was a good thing of the whole checking in and checking each other. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of people put that into play. It's important because if you don't, like that, like you said, it can just keep going and not really be communicated, and like you said, blow up. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think another problem. Uh, I'm kind of going back to the feminism, uh -huh. but I was it's together, right? Feminism, machismo, right? But um, is I feel like as women, part of being a feminist is not trying not to be judgmental of other women that are in that situation. And it's so easy for us to be like, oh, hell no, I would never do that. Or I would never put up with a guy like that. It's never so easy say to say never. that. It's so easy to say stuff like that because, yeah, maybe you won't, but you don't know, you don't know what that person needs in their life. You don't know if they're more giving than you are mm -hmm. or not. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Or if that person is more accepting of it than your person. Tolerance. Your tolerance level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but but if you are that person that's kind of, you know, not happy about it, then and you're not communicating about it because you're scared, then that should be a huge red flag for you. Yeah. Of where, you're, where you are in life and with your mm -hmm. relationship. And it's fixable. I feel like if you're both willing to compromise i feel like you can always fix i'm always all for like fixing fixing and i mean if there was love once there can always be love right mm -hmm. but i don't know i feel like um i hate the thought of like a woman being so unhappy and like not doing anything about it right right yeah it's maybe it's a feminist in me yeah it's like no like you deserve it all Right. You know? mm -hmm. It's like not you're not being aware of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's like huge. Because mm -hmm. that just means it's like, then what are you aware of? Mm -hmm. If you're not even aware about yourself. You're living in their world. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's a good, a good one. Yeah. Self-awareness. Everything we talk about here is part of self-awareness. I mean, you have to get to know yourself well enough to understand what your emotions, what your needs and wants are even actually are and then you have to figure out how to communicate that to your partner if you have a partner mm -hmm. you know man that it just makes me like wonder. life is so complex right <laughs> yeah but it just makes me wonder how it's going to be when if i ever have a boyfriend i'm sure it'll be good if especially if you get a mature guy yeah it's crazy how their mind changes from like 20s to like 30s, 30s yeah you'll be surprised mm -hmm. but um just another point that I really want to make is when it comes to machismo between men, you know, like it, it's such a Latino, 
culture thing too where like men call each other mandy lawns and oh yeah i was gonna mention oh the my whole god my family the whole wedding mandy long thing you know no what my wedding? family is the number one offender of that you know when somebody gets married let's put in a mandy long oh and then that's pretty much calling them yeah, yeah. mandy long because when you get married they say that's what that's what happens mm-hmm. but they should stop that. They shouldn't do that anymore. Right. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was going to uh, was going to say that word whenever we were saying that the bullying between the men. men. Yeah, where they call them, they call them that. But I was like, oh, I'm just gonna stay quiet. <laughs> so we asked. We just kind of want to say this too. We asked a friend of ours, right? A male friend of ours what his thoughts were he couldn't be here today but what his thoughts were on um, these two topics so let's start with feminism and one thing that he mentioned was that um when it comes to the, well he considers himself a feminist, feminist which i love that he said that and which a lot of men think that they're they can't be feminist yeah so like, he's a very obviously a very open-minded person but um one thing he said is like my only my only like kind of struggle with it or, or whatever is is when women confuse feminism with selfishness, mm-hmm. and which is very, very true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because you can't hide behind feminism to, to justify, justify your actions, justify your, selfish, your, your selfishness. selfishness actions. Right. Um, and yeah, we're all about women empowerment. We're all about like you lift, you do what you got to do, lift yourself, mm-hmm. lift each other up. But if you're in a relationship. You're not the only one in the relationship. Right. You know, you have to consider two. each other. It takes yeah. two. It takes a female and, yes, and a male. I, I'm a strong believer that every relationship, there's a giver and a taker. Right. Like in my relationship, I'm not afraid to say I'm the taker. <laughs> I'm 100% the taker. But I acknowledge it. And as long as there's communication, then it's and fine. Balance. In balance, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like um, a lot of women, especially if you're young, you have to kind of grow into not confusing the two. Yeah. Because it's very easy, easy to, do. to get it confused. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to clean boss me and around. boss me around or whatever. I don't have to do that nowadays. Yeah. Like, and it's like, um, maybe, maybe, hopefully you're with the partner that is okay with doing a little bit more than mm-hmm. you are. But at some point you're going to have to compromise. Right. You know? Compromising. Yeah. You're going to have to compromise. Like, what is it like? Um, and then you do define your roles in relationships at some point. Yeah. It's like, I'm used to doing, like, I don't fucking touch the garden at all. Like, at all. You know, I'll kill all my plants. That's like Edgar's job. I have never taken a trash out in my house maybe one time. That's his job. Yeah. You know? That's what w- works for us. That's what we defined right. as. Right. Now, if the trash is fucking full and, like, he's not around and I need to keep throwing stuff away, does that mean I'm not going to take it out? No, that doesn't mean that. Right. But it's just, I just don't do it often. It's not usually yeah. what I do. And that's kind of what works. So that's yeah. just an example to give yeah. you. Like, yeah, you do eventually define what, mm-hmm. what it is and or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I, I feel it's more of like a younger th- mentality to think that, no, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no, well, if it works for your partner, that's fine. We're nobody to judge you if it works for y'all. But, um. But make sure it does work. Right. Yeah. There has to be some sort of understanding. Mm -hmm. I think we just kind of wanted to touch on that. And um, 
especially when the the reason that I feel like it goes along with like what's going on right now with elections and everything is because I personally think there's a lot of like machismo when it comes to elections you know mm-hmm. it's like what men think other men should be doing and like yeah or whatever how men should vote and it's like uh no like yeah you worry about yourself yeah you know? like don't bully other people into making decisions right because of what your views towards feminism or towards like whatever it is right. that you believe in um and also fe- feminism i feel like there's a lot of like women that consider themselves anti-feminist too which is weird to me because i feel like everybody should be feminist and it's like um we are in a position in our in our nation right now where our women's rights are being compromised Mm -hmm. and i don't know about y'all but i don't want i don't like anybody telling me what to do with my body so yeah you know especially not some older white person that white man specifically that has no business like Telling me what to do. <laughs> telling me what to do. So anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. And yeah, so it's back to my Scorpio season. And um, thank you all for tuning in. I don't know if you guys want to say anything else, but. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Um, maybe we can get some thoughts after we post the uh, episode. Send us, you know, your thoughts about feminism and machismo. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can touch up on another episode. You know, because, I mean, there could be people that know other things that we don't know. Yeah, or exactly. I mean, we we only know what we know, right? Right. Uh, If you have strong views or thoughts about this, these two topics or examples, we welcome you on the episode. What what I'm really interested in is from a man's perspective. It's like, if you were a machista guy and now you're not, like, how did you, you? what changed for you, what did it for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, kind of like the process of it. And the unlearning of it, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, we I would call it the rewiring of mm. your brain. There you go. Yeah, that could right, be the, to- the episode episode uh, name. <laughs> okay, reading, yeah. yeah, I'm actually reading a book about, about that. So, so we encourage you to go and vote. It takes 30 minutes out of your day to get your ass up. Matt and Johnson. Yeah, Matt and Johnson <laughs> County. Get there early and vote. In Tarrant County, it only took me, it, I was in and out, so. Yeah. It's just as you're right, um, you know, if you don't feel like you're being effective, think about your brothers and sisters that are being affected and, yeah. you know. I'll just say one word, advice, communication for this, if you're listening. Communication, appreciation. Yes. That's it. All right. We'll we'll talk to y'all next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.